What it do, baby boo? This one's crazy. Let's get fresh with Jules and Jess. Hey, Jess. Hey, Jules. Okay, can we just give major shout outs to Jess right now? who has awoken from her slumber at the ripe hour of, I don't even know what 7 time. 7am. 7am <laughs> to record this podcast. Um, I'm looking at her now. She doesn't look very awake, but that's okay. Hey, She's listen, here. this is my usual vibe. When you have gone from like being in society to work from home, there are no rules anymore. Yes, I come to my Zoom call in my comfy. Yes, I have not brushed my hair in three days. And you know what? We're all okay with it. Mental health. Absolutely. Listen, I did my seminar last night for the um, for the challenge. And I was like, okay, let me just put a little makeup on and maybe like straighten my hair for this. And then I was like, yeah, but I'm going to wear my comfy. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. It's like the here. new halfway there. Like you remember back in the day, like pre COVID times, people used to go out in public. Um, oh, also I just rubbed my chin and realized I have a zit sticker on still too. So oh, wow. we're winning. <laughs> wow. But- it's beauty is grace. <laughs> Love to if it. I had a dollar every time you said that to me, I'd be rich. Um, yeah. But back in pre-COVID times, some people would be like, oh, hey, we're meeting out at the movies. Oh, hey, like we're going to go meet at the local Olive Garden. You know, like what are you wearing? What's your vibe? And people would be like, oh, you know, like we don't look like we're going to the same place. Now I feel like it's just like, if we're there, we're happy. We don't care. Come as you yeah. are. Absolutely. Definitely come as you are. Like, I'm kind of like curious to see how society is going to change like post COVID, like, I feel like it's going to be one of two things. It's either going to be, everybody's wearing ball gowns because like they haven't pulled out their (laughs) nice clothes in a really long time, or they're going to pull out their clothes and be like, Oh crap, these don't fit anymore for whatever reason, for whatever side of the spectrum. Um, and then they're just going to be like, okay, sweatpants it is. (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm gonna get my sweatpants in now and I plan on being the most like the most when the world reopens and everyone's more comfortable going out because I do some outfits I have three pieces of clothes that are you know what I mean (laughs) right right um okay Jess well I think that we have established our new tradition here for the podcast um so would you like to tell us what your high and your low was for this past week this past week I think my high and my low were the same event actually um I yeah we love when that's the case I I went to my first orange twofer yeah kill two birds one stone I went to my first orange theory class um in about I would say it was almost been two months I think my first class back like post COVID honestly was in January. Like I was just one off, went to a class. So I was like, new year, new me. I'm going to go to one OTF class. Right. And I threw up um, on the treadmill. I think I talked about it. One of our podcasts, actually, it was the one mile benchmark (laughs) and I threw up and the coach like shamed me. And I was like, great. Um, so I have been making the excuse to not go because I live currently about 45 minutes from the closest studio. And I do live in a state where it snows. And this is my first time being in a state where it snows like in the winter. And it puts a huge huge wrench in wanting to do cardio, go outside, really do anything productive outdoors. So like for all of you people who have lived this life, your whole lives, I feel for you. Um, but 
I went to my first Orange Theory class and it was one of those moments, girl, you know, the moment where like, you're done with your workout, you're sitting in your car in a moment of silence, by the way. And you're like, okay, so I'm either going to start my car and drive myself to the hospital right now, because I don't know if I'm still alive checking my pulse, or I'm going to go home and I'm going to lay in a ball and like cry because I was so defeated. Like, I mean, you know, I have that all or nothing mentality. And like, I hold myself to a very high standard. I used to be a head coach for, you know, retired for Christ's sake. And I take this class and there was three sets of jump squats, three sets. And like, by the time I got over to the treadmill, which was only my second rotation, I could feel the lactic acid in my legs. Like my legs were heavy. And as soon as I started at my like base pace jog, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be a tough class. So I sat in my car afterwards. I was like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, this is terrible. I feel awful. My, like my old sprint effort is completely unattainable. Like my current, you know, um, I wish like everyone knew OTF. If you don't know OTF, I'm sorry, but like my old base pace is my new all out basically. Um, and so I had like, you know, you know what I'm talking about? So I had that defeated feeling of just like, what's the point? I'm not doing this again. Like I came for the first time in two months. I'm just not going to come back. And then I had that tiny voice in my head. This is my highlight, my good peak was that my voice was like, you know what, Jess, like you are freaking, you were a freaking fitness coach. You know, you are a fitness coach in a different sense now. And you tell people all the time not to give up when something gets hard. And yeah, I'm sitting here like, okay, I'm never coming back to orange theory again. Um, and so I had that moment, like that revelation in my mind where I was like, you know what, Jess, it does not get easier. It's not going to get easier, but if you stick with it, you are going to get stronger. You're going to feel more capable and you're going to feel better the next time you show up. So don't give up, book the class now. So I booked my next class. Um, it's actually going to be on Saturday because my mom is in town. Yay. Um, so I booked my next class and I was like, I'm going to show up. I might not love every second of it, but I'm going to show up. So that is my peak and my pit. And my fortune cookie for the day as well. (laughs) I love it. We love to see that. And good for you, honestly. Like that's, this is what I do when that, when it gets hard like that. I always tell myself, I look at myself in the mirror and I go, it's never going to be this hard again. It is never going to be this hard again. And I just repeat it over and over and over again. And I love that. Um, yeah. And I just, I mean, I literally have to tell myself that on the days, like, because we all know when you first start like a diet change or exercise routine or whatever, it's hard. You can be so, you feel so hungry and you're probably not even really that hungry. You're just thinking about it so much because it's so, you know, but it's like, I literally will repeat to myself. It will never be this hard again. And I use that pretty much. That's an awesome mantra. Yeah. I, I use it in like, and, basically and you're not like, you're not a big words of affirmation person either. So like, I love to hear that you do that because oh, yeah. I almost like can put your TikToks to my mind. I want to fly. Like I could just kind of ah. see you. I just want everybody Don't listening to know my friends, my friends make fun of me endlessly for my TikToks. And actually I never did anything with those videos, Jess, when I asked you guys all to make fun of me and send me videos imitating me and my friends came through and I totally forgot to make a video of it. Oh man. Well, you need to, it was such a boom roasted, such a boom roasted. It was definitely pickle juice everywhere. But like, honestly, friends, if they don't roast you, no. We, I mean, we don't even need to go over your PowerPoint. 
the whole thing because I I'm really sad I missed that the slideshows. But um, oh gosh, all yeah. right, before we get to up, let's hear your pit and your peak of the week. Okay, that rhymes I, too. <laughs> I probably should have thought about this before we started. Um, but we honestly, love off the cuff. Like this is gonna be so like cheesy, but my peak was that the program started and like, I know it sounds like so ridiculous, but like there really is magic in the air, especially like Mm -hmm. in that first week, bringing people together, seeing them connect with one another, like, just like, oh my gosh, I live here too. I didn't think anybody else lived here. Like, this is so cool. (laughs) Yeah. Like those moments are so awesome. So like the new program started, it's been amazing. Um, my pit, I would probably say is that I don't see Chris very much, honestly. Yeah. That's gotta be it. I mean, it's just, it's really tough. And with him doing his night shift schedules too, it's like just icing on the cake of like, yeah, I'm never going to see you where I'm, I know a lot of you guys know this, talked about it. We're literally newly married and we sleep in separate beds. Um, we each other and passing, we give each other a hug and a kiss and I'm like, okay, bye. Talk to you later or okay. See you tomorrow. Okay. It's like kind of wild. So, um, yeah. Okay. Wait one more. But, oh, go ahead. Go. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think it's really good that you guys are making time though. Like I, I'm so creepy that I'm like, oh, well, I saw on your Instagram story, but like, it's how you keep in touch with your friends nowadays. So whatever. Yeah, sure. um, but like, I saw you guys went and had like a little like brekkie lunch date the other day. And I was like, that's so cute. Like, I'm yeah. so, I love to see like, I mean, you guys are both two of my best friends. It's like, I love yeah. to see that y'all are making time for each other because I've seen your day to day. And like, I know how stressful it is when Chris is in his hovel little like isolated room working his job and then you're doing like 50 million things so I was like good I'm so when I saw that I literally was like good I'm so glad um they're making time to like make time with each other just like we always say yeah we really do we really do try to be intentional and it's not you know like if we're both awake and it's the early afternoon and like I don't have any meetings I'm like let's just go get a bite to eat um and so we really do try to make the time so Here's what I was going to say. So today, today is actually Chris and I's official one year wedding anniversary. (laughs) Wait, really? This is like when you guys like signed your license kind of thing? Yes. Yes, it is. Oh my God. Awesome. What are you going to do for him? (laughs) Well, so he had actually asked me to go on a date and the way that Chris asks me to go on a date these days is just as romantic as you can ever imagine. He sent me a <laughs> calendar invite and I either accept or decline it depending on what my schedule is. And so unfortunately I had to decline because we, I have one-on-ones tonight and I have a happy hour to run. So we are doing our one year anniversary date night tomorrow night. And he has planned the whole thing. So I have no idea what we're doing. I'm just hoping and praying it's a foot massage because oh my gosh I need one um what a gem wait did he send you a calendar invite for this though is yes. it on Jules's calendar okay yes, so you it is on it. my calendar I'm not even joking it really is check <laughs> yes or no and give me the yes. note back <laughs> this is modern day check yes or no so yeah um you know he he persevered he got a no the first time and he kept trying so 
we applaud that around here. But Chris yeah, is just so, sitting, he's sitting at his desk right now going, all right, I'm going to send the second invite. Um, it will never be as hard as this is right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. He totally, I know he did that. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so would you like to know why we got married on March 4th of 2020? Is there a specific reason? Do I yeah, get there to is. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me. So I, I'm like kind of scared to say this out loud. Cause like, am I going to get like arrested? I don't know, whatever. So <laughs> I needed health insurance <laughs> and Chris had just, um, switched over from being a contractor at his job to a full-time role and have like these amazing benefits. And I was like, okay, well let's not wait till October because I got health issues, honey. And, yeah. um, yeah. So we went, to we got to go to the doctor girl. We, right. We went to the courthouse. I mean, I had health insurance, but it was, um, literally rated by the better business bureau as a D. So it was time to get out. They covered nothing. <laughs> so, um, we went to the courthouse, the Forsyth County courthouse. We picked up our marriage license. We drove, we called Mal, my best friend on the phone and we said, we are on our way right now to your job. We need you to go to www.ordainedminister.com and get ordained really quick. And we showed up at our job. We met her in the like cafe they have there. And we like were Googling how to fill out this marriage license. So That's we so did it and we're like freaking out. We're like, did we even do this right? We don't know. So then we drove back to the courthouse like two hours later and we were like, hi, we're married. Here you go. <laughs> we were like, oh, okay. Well, okay. Stamp, stamp, stamp. Here's your marriage certificate. We were like, okay, I guess we're married. They were like congratulating us and everything. And we were like, thanks so much. And Chris was like, okay, should we celebrate? I'm like, no, we will not acknowledge this ever happened. Um, what? I like, I'd be like, let's pop some bottles. I didn't want to take I get away it. from our like day coming in October. So Anyway, we just yeah. literally told no one and well, we told our parents, but like we pretended it didn't happen after that. So, um, okay. Wait, 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 wait. So more importantly, did you get two of your best friends to get ordained for your wedding? Hashtag yes. high maintenance. So, that means Mal and Madison both yes. are ordained. Yes. Because, um, our friend Madison got ordained to do our official wedding in October, but you know, I told her, I was like, if you haven't already like paid for this or done it online, like you don't have to, she was like, oh, I did it months ago. I was excited. I was like, okay, well, um, oh. I'm really sorry. You don't get to sign a marriage license or certificate. Oh, or no. All right. I like, hey, but you I, know I really what? Bad, but listen, I had, I had medical bills. All right. I tore my MCL. I had things that I needed to take care of. So let's, um, let's put a little tiny cute bow on this because Jules friend, Madison now works with me at yeah. another company called whoop. And it's actually her fun fact on her get to know me slide that she is an ordained minister. So you can say you're welcome to her because you took like the pain and the awkwardness out of like, all right, what's your fun fact? And you're like, holy shit, there's nothing fun about me. And she's like, right. well, you know what I've got in my back pocket? I'm an ordained minister. Like, and I'm like, what? Uh, Explain. Can we talk about that though for a minute? Because screw fun facts. Like, what am I supposed to say? Like, I'm uninteresting. My fun fact is I could literally eat an entire bag of potato chips and binge watch TV. 
Like it's a talent. My, no, my favorite fun fact about you is this conversation. Like, I think this was like one of the first time Jules ever met my boyfriend, Scary. by the way, which is hilarious. I'm so and she's like, she's, she's like, so at your hungriest, how many chicken, Chick-fil-A, chicken nuggets or something could you eat? And you know what the best part is? Oh, she posted this, like, I think in this, where else did you post this? I the posted other day? it on Instagram and I pulled, people. Oh my I was gosh. highly disappointed in the results. The, the amount of one to two biscuit answers was unacceptable in my mind because like that was being generous. Like I'm pretty sure like now my answer would be like four, but like before, like, you know, the weight loss, I probably could have eaten six to eight. Really? I mean, the chicken biscuits, they're fun size. Let's be real. The only problem (laughs) with them is they're really dry. So like, you'd have to have a real good, like big cup of like diet Coke, sweet tea, like definitely not water. Like it would have to be, you don't wait, 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 wait. You don't put the jam on your, no, because I'm disgusting. (gasps) Oh yeah. I'm at least you admitted it. At least you called yeah, yourself I, at out. breakfast time. I always feel a really large sense of shame when they're like, do you want any sauces? And I'm like, mayonnaise. <laughs> I don't know. Mayonnaise. <laughs> the face you're making right now needs to I be know. a gift. I wish I know, that it's everybody could. It's true. It. I did make, I made a face. I realized that after I'm like, oh, this is a podcast. My bad. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I like mayonnaise on my chicken biscuits. And sometimes if I'm feeling like really extra, I ask for American cheese on it too. And it is divine. Oh girl, that does actually sound good. I'm not even hating. Like this girl got Chick-fil-A catered for her wedding. So, you know, it's real. Yes, ma'am. I love Chick-fil-A. I love it. So, um, there is, this is completely off topic of like where we're at right now, but I thought about this like 10 minutes ago when we were talking. And so I'm going to bring it back around now. This is like, it's so funny because I know that we use Slack for, um, the say yes challenge. And maybe a lot of you listening, you slack in your workplace, but we use slack in my other workplace as well. And what I call my health insurance job. Um, and <laughs> basically like there's just like main threads right and it's kind of like almost a Facebook setting and so if somebody ignores me I will bring it back around the next day and I'll be like and it's I mean this is a company like I'm supposed to be professional but let's be real like I am not professional at all um and I'll like post it again and I'm like you know I know my team managers in here and I'm like since you all swerved me yesterday somebody answered this question today right so like I bring it back around so I'm gonna start saying when you go off on your Julie tangents. I'm going to be like, okay, I'm bringing this back around. I thought about 10 minutes ago, but yeah. I didn't want to interrupt your story. So ignored because my ass is lonely and like, doesn't really talk to many people anymore. So I got to like, get it all out in this hour. Um, yeah, it's a cringe. It's a cringe. Okay. Like here's my last podcast. I, I was like laying in bed that night and I was like almost asleep and I was like, oh, God, I ruined that <laughs> podcast. Oh my God, I talk too much. Ugh. Anybody else have I social love... anxiety around here listening? You yes. Know you know the feeling. I was and gonna say, I love a post cringe girl. It's horrible. I will literally think about things that happened like weeks ago. Um, and yeah. actually, should I tell this story right now? Okay, I should tell this story. Oh, the cringiest thing happened during happy hour this week on Tuesday. I can't believe I didn't tell you this, Jess. Um, so I had broken up everybody into their breakout groups and I was like, um, you know, just putting people like, I, I did, I just did it randomly. And there were nine groups of like four to five people. So I was like jumping between all the different groups to say, Hey, to everybody. So I jumped to one of the groups and the group is 
contains four girls that were like veterans of the program. Like they've done it two or three times already. And then there was one newbie. And so I jump into it and I'm like, hi guys, what did I miss? And they were like, oh, blah, blah, blah is a virgin. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, I lost my virginity when I was blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I'm like going on and on. And they're like waving at me through the camera and they're like, no, like, hi, no. And I was like, wait, what? And she was like, we meant a virgin of the program. And I was like, okay, <laughs> bye. I'm gonna go now. I was like this, if this is not like just the most like Julie <laughs> happened to me, like I can oh my god I handle it it was I like didn't know whether to laugh or cry it was so funny honestly that is I would have cried from laughing so hard that's amazing this is why Julie like you and this is what I, I feel like I always said I think in our first ever challenge I like wrote this in your bio but the reason I love you and like why we became such instant friends is like you are balls to the wall like you just like you're so all in on everything like you're just like hey I'm here in this space and like I'm gonna take it up and but like in the best way that yeah. you know what I mean like I, I love it but like you're just instantly vulnerable with people. You're instantly all in with people. You are so not skeptical, yeah. even though so much like negative shit. If I was you, I would be the most skeptical human being on the face I'm of the like, earth. I'm like a puppet. But you're still like, always, yeah, back. you're, yeah, yes. I, and so yeah. like, I think that it's so endearing and people love that. So it's like, even though it's a cringe moment in your setting, I know for a fact <laughs> when you left that breakout room that it like, it was a better place because you had been there. <laughs> well, I appreciate you saying that. I mean, it's definitely, um, here's what I'll say about that. Hetero men do not like me very much. Generally, <laughs> um, I can be a lot to take in sometimes mm. people are usually like, I even think like, like real, like people sometimes I think like, you know, everybody has like good and that bad things about themselves, but like my good and bad thing are kind of roped into the same thing. Like some people really just like, they love it. They're all about it. They love a friendly person. And then there's people yeah. who are like, oh, she's probably not intelligent and she's far too trusting and she's a lot to take in and she's emasculating and she's, you know, mm -hmm. X, Y, Z and, and all these things. And I'm like hyper aware that people can probably perceive me in either, you know, light, but it really doesn't genuinely does not bother me. And yeah. like, you know, listen, Jess said to me a couple weeks ago, like, damn girl, like, why are you losing so many followers? Like, and it's true. I have, like, I have lost, I don't know how many, cause I don't care. Um, but it's probably like close to a thousand at this point. And I, my response to Jess was, I honestly don't care. And I, I care a lot about people in general. Like I care about people who like, you know, talk to me about things. Like if you've ever messaged me on Instagram, like opened up to me about something like I genuinely care about it, but if people are consuming my content and they don't feel good about themselves after they have 1000% permission to leave and that is yeah. okay. And I'm not upset about it. And that's okay. Because, you know, at the end of the day, Jess, we say this all the time, but we are not for everybody. And that is yeah. okay. Like I even joked to one of the girls in, in the program. I was like, listen, you guys might think you like me, but 
I promise you, after you do your one-on-one with me, you might walk away and be like, this, this chick is bossy as hell. Like, I do not mm-hmm. want to hear it. Like, you know, it's just mm-hmm. people, when you get to know them on a personal level, like they just can perceive you different and that's okay. So yeah. you can't be for everybody. And like, I love that. And I think that it's huge that you say like the word emasculinating or emasculate. Emasculinating. Emasculate. Okay. Let me. okay I'm sorry emasculating sounded really close to like a bad word and I was like wait a second is this right there you're you just Um, cut out your internet say you know like that you you we're losing Jess y'all I still see you that was weird I can hear you now though so go ahead can you okay I was like can you see me um no, I was just gonna say, I think that's huge because like, especially the way that society is, I mean, we talk about diet culture and I know that like one on one of our podcasts, we're going to get more in depth with like, just like the pressures of being a woman in general, but like being like, and what I hate even saying like boss, babe, like, you know, those cringe worthy, like, yeah. babe, no, we're not like a pyramid scheme, but like having that mentality of like, I am woman, hear me roar. Like this is my space and I'm going to take up my space and I'm going to own my space and I'm going to be un freaking apologetic about it is so not a thing. Like for instance, I was in work the other day and like, there are a lot of memes circulating right now, or a lot of like TikTok circulating right now about women who are like, I'm going to stop taking away the exclamation points from my sentences to try to fit into this man's world. And I had um, a one-on-one with my team manager the other day, actually. And he was like, you know, Jess, you come across extremely, um, like, I don't want to say rude, but like you come across, like you have a curt attitude when you're posting in Slack to all the other teammates. And I was like, okay, I hear you because I am not somebody who's above criticism. Like I do enjoy critique. I'm very self-aware on the point that it's like, if you point something out, I do. My ego will definitely take a hit, but like I'll acknowledge it and I will try to, you know, constructively apply it. But I was like, I was like, okay, so I do hear you. And I was like, and I will, I will always work to improve if, you know, my team wants me to improve, but I do want to ask you one thing. If this exact message was coming from one of your male counterparts, would you have for a second thought the same thing? And he literally was like, I needed to take, I honestly need to think about it for a minute because like, I don't know how to respond right now that you're like putting me on the spot. And I was like, I'm not trying to be a dick and I'm not trying to put you on the spot either, you know, but like, I do want you to think about it because I'm not adding smiley faces because I'm not adding frills. I'm not adding exclamation points. I'm being very punctual. I'm being very direct and I'm being very to the point because I am very direct in most things I do now. Like I've come to that place where I am direct. This is how I am. If it's not for you, that's okay. If you're for everybody, sometimes you're for nobody as well. Do you know what I mean? Totally. So, um, not staying true to yourself if you're trying to be right. Yeah. And that's, and that's not saying like that we don't all have room for improvement. Like, trust me, we know we have our downfalls. We know we have character things that we can improve, but I, I thought it was interesting that I like kind of flipped this script on him and was like, you know, if this was coming from Trevor, if this was coming from Kevin, would you have even reached out to them? Or is it just because I'm not like the other ones right now with like, Hey girl, smiley face, exclamation point. Like, no, I don't have time for that. So I think that's really interesting. Cause it's like, you've got to just be in yeah. your space and not be apologetic about it, yeah. especially if you're confident in like what you're putting out there. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I think it's definitely something that I have to be super aware of because I, I just definitely can be in a masculating, um, kind of presence at times. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I'm not going to change to feed people's egos. Um, yeah. but I am very aware that, 
um, 95% of my male friends are not hetero men. Um, so, you know, it's just (laughs) that I just don't, I think I just rub them the wrong way and that's okay. But, um, I kind of want to ask you a question I was just thinking about in the back of my head. Have you ever like been at an event, um, a wedding or like some sort of like orientation event or something where it's just like getting lit and everybody's like dancing and having a good time and like you're dancing and having a good time. And then you like go home later and you just like, think about how stupid you might've looked like, have that, has that ever happened to you? Like, or maybe you're like, you've got a little liquid courage in you. And then like you sober up later and you think about it and you're like, Oh, what did I do? Like, I don't know. Has that ever happened to you? I'm like, just thinking about being in your basement, partying with you and your friends and like you just talking for 30 minutes straight. And then, (laughs) and then right in front of us being like, Oh my God, was I just talking too much? Was that too much? Is this too much? And like, that's more me than anything versus like doing something. Like, I don't give a shit. Like I'm here for your entertainment. Like I, I love it. And people know that. And I kind of think that's honestly, that's why people invite me places sometimes because they're like, we know you're going to be a source of entertainment and like, you're just outlandish and don't care. So like when it comes to that kind of stuff, I don't, but I second guess every conversation that I have, because like, besides the fitness, my background in communication, like I overanalyze everything. So like not as much of like the actions, but I will hang up a phone call. I will hang up a FaceTime and I will repeat the entire conversation from start to finish in my head. And I'm like, okay, were they offended by this? Could I have said this differently? Like, so that's more of like my internal dialogue why you cringe at what you, at things you do. No, there's no way you're like, yes, I do. Listen, there's this time. It's a specific time that I'm thinking of in this moment right now. It happened approximately eight years ago. And that's not an exaggeration. It literally happened eight years ago. And it was at a Kennesaw state, like orientation, like (laughs) party. Like I can't even describe it. I don't even know where the hell we were and why I was there and what we were doing, but they like literally were having like a dance off and I'm a terrible dancer, but I don't care. Like I genuinely don't care that I'm a bad dancer because I'm going to do it anyway, because I enjoy dancing. Like I have fun doing it. Like I'm more of like, I wouldn't say I'm like not a terrible dancer. Cause like I can stay on beat, but like, I like, am more of like a silly dancer than like a really good dancer. If that makes sense. He's a twerker. We've seen your twerk, honey. I am. But like, Jess is like actually a good dancer. Like I'm not a good dancer. I'm like more of like, I can be like funny and silly and whatever. And so completely stone cold sober at this event, they start playing, teach me how to Dougie at, Oh no. uh, In the dance circle. And I'm like, hold my water bottle swag water bottle that they gave me (laughs) because it's about to go down and I went into the circle and did the Dougie and I'm still about eight years later still thinking about it yeah I'm sure honestly I'm sure that there's somebody from that circle that still also thinks about that because this is so true if I saw you doing the Dougie like at least it wasn't the stanky leg no 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 I can do that anyway I never nailed that one, but like Dougie, I could nail the Dougie. I used to be quite good. I, at it. Wait, wait, is the Dougie the this one like where you're like no, 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 uh-uh. no, no, no. I'll I'll enlighten you later. Don't worry. <laughs> no, 
Um, I'm dying right now. Yeah. So that happened. Um, and I want to die in a hole every time I think about it. So yeah, there's oh, just no. like a certain amount of like interactions that I want to just cry of things yeah. that I still remember. Like I remember all of the cringy things I've ever said in my life. I can remember every last my favorite right now is like the cringe trend when they're like everywhere I'm looking out and the person like runs around and runs away in slow motion and it's like yes "Yes." I watched one yesterday I'm not even gonna lie I laughed so hard I cried it was like two people walking towards the camera and they both waved and it was like when you realize the person waving at you is waving at the person behind you and he ran and jumped off a balcony I mean obviously it was like set up whatever it was so dramatic but it was the funniest thing I've ever seen because that was me in high school all the time I was always like waving at people and then I'd be like I have no friends. Who are you waving at, girl? Who are you waving at? And I would think about it for like the rest of the class. So no, I definitely know. I definitely know that feeling. (laughs) It's amazing. Well, we're going to wrap this one up um, so that we can go overthink all the cringy things that we've just said in this podcast. Um, (laughs) But I hope that you guys all have a great Friday if you're listening on Friday. And um, Jess, we've officially gone live. We are live. I know. The public. How so scary. Get ready We're for the scrutiny. Get ready for the one-star reviews. It's coming. <laughs> um, I can't wait. All right, girl. Well, listen, I'll talk to you next week and we'll see you guys next Friday. Bye-bye. Don't forget, stay sexy, ladies. Bye. Stay sexy. Bye. Bye.